This episode of That Engineering Chat EDS Takeover is proudly sponsored by Worth Electronics. Worth Electronics UK is an electronic and electromechanical components manufacturer and distributor. With sales in 43 countries across the world, their team of technically trained business development managers and specialised field application engineers can guarantee total global support from design-in to full production. They have a wide portfolio of products, which includes EMC components, capacitors, inductors, switches, and much, much more. Whether you need technical support or are having issues with your current stock supply, contact Worth Electronics UK to see how they can best support you. Visit www.we-online.com. That's www.we-online.com. Literally every step I've just described above will be automated with machinery. It's really fun, the actual manufacturing process and being able to go in, have, have a play on all the machines. Um. But we're about power systems, yeah. uh, powering, powering, providing energy that matters really, that, yeah. that's, the, that's the thing. There has always been a, a need for engineers and, and in this particular country there is a shortage of engineers. That's one of the main reasons why might has been created. Mm. Hello, so this is Nicole at uh, the EDS show with the EDS show takeover for That Engineering Chat, our podcast show that we are bringing live to the engineering audience today, our electronics and engineering audience. And I am just sitting here very happy to be talking to Rob from from Robofoam, who's just been brought over to me. Um, He's been carefully selected by Rachel to come along and have a chat with us. Hello, Rob. Hello, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? Very good, thanks. Yeah. Good. So tell people that are listening, we've obviously got an audience of engineering, uh, de- design engineers and electronics. D- tell people a bit more about your business before we sort of get into the show and why you're here. Well, Robofoam are a, um, a unique business in the UK. We, we robotically apply foam seals, hence the Robofoam name, um, directly to customer parts. So we, we're the only business in the UK who does this. Yeah. Um, and it's applicable really to all industry types, whether it's automotive or marine or electronic, basically anywhere a designer wishes to create a watertight environment. So a yacht window frame or a component on a car. Yeah. Um, the unique nature of it is there is, to use our service, there is no capital investment by the customer. So he hasn't got to buy expensive robots or specialist equipment to do it. Um, so it's not volume related. Somebody can send us a single prototype mm-hmm. and we can apply a seal to it. Um, and for a designer, which is why we come to this particular show, um, it can be invaluable. Before they've invested in tooling and an expensive equipment to make the part, they can send us the rapid prototype, something created from the CAD model, uh, and can validate that design before they go further down the road. The idea of the business then is to take the customer all the way through. So when his volumes are basically um, 
are increasing, we can go through their early phases of production, um, taking them all the way through. They may, if they're very high volume, they may want to buy a system, in mm-hmm. which case we'll supply the system and, and install it and what have you. Um, but the idea is, the, well, the UK is generally quite a low volume producing country, so to have a service industry like we are yeah. works quite nicely. You know? So how long have, how long has Vodafone been going then? In this? Well, it's... <laughs> Basically, we've been running for eight years. Originally, we were a part of a German business called Seracon. Yeah. Um, they've been hit very hard with um, with COVID, and they had to sell us off as a UK business at the end of last year. And ironically, we brexited from our German partners at the same time as the UK did. We became an independent British company on the 1st of January this year. Wow. Um, with no rights to use that name, we had a sit down and a think about what we do yeah. uh, and what we should be called uh, and Robofoam came out of that because we are robotically applying foam seals um, and we became Robofoam on the 1st of June um, so there's been a lot of work in the rebrands to get out to customers of the yeah. change but it's, it seems to be going the right way. So the, so the EDS show, have you been here before in any yeah, other capacity or? <laughs> we've been, yeah we've been, we've been doing it for a I think about four or five years. It's, okay. been, it's been a long-standing show for us because at the end of the day, we have we sort of joke and we say we have two customers. We have customers who approach us who've got something that's leaking and they need us to fix it. Yeah. Or you work with a designer who hopefully then has the chance to make his design work at the early stages and yeah. he, can, he can validate what he wants to do. Um, and to be honest, that's pretty much what we see. We see leaking components. Can you help us? Mm. Then it's in the realms of is the design right? Yeah. Will it be applicable to what we can do? Um, or you've got the guys who have got the forethought to think, you know, this is important. I need a decent seal on this component. And hopefully our experience, I, I've been doing this for 30 years. So um, we have enough background knowledge and technical experience of working with designers to give them something valid to actually walk away with. Brilliant. And I mean, obviously, we didn't have a show last year, so um, which I mean, I know there was a virtual show that we did, but that that wasn't a, a big show like this. How have you found it this morning? This is day one, isn't it? What's what's going on in your stand? <laughs> we were very sceptical, <laughs> I must say. I mean, it's we were over in Germany two weeks ago to go and feel what was happening in, in exhibitions, and it was very quiet over there. They do seem to be behind the UK in That's there. That's interesting. Yeah, it was, it was quiet. I mean, really quiet. Well attended by exhibitors, um, but the, there wasn't the footfall. Mm. It's, and to be honest, I guess that, that feeling was with us when we started today. Is it going to go the same way? Mm. Um, but not. It's been similar to, the, I, I guess we've had about 10 or 12 inquiries in, in the, the main part of the day, which is usually you know from 11 till sort of 1, 2 o'clock, mm. which is on par with, with other years. So Great. It's refreshing, you know, yeah. uh, and it it almost has a feel of normality. It's it's still there, you yeah. know, um, and you 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 know you're cautious of it, and everybody's sanitising and doing what they need to do. But yeah, hopefully, you know, wind in the right direction. It, it does look like we're we're on track to to normality and, and having decent exhibitions where people can interact. You know? I think so. I think um, and like you say, I think actually people that are coming along. You know, sometimes there's probably maybe there's a bit more noise, but the inquiries, uh, you, you know, it, it's all about people inquiring, the right inquiries, isn't it's, it? It's not always volume. It's, it's not. No, it's 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 no good just generally throwing literature out there. And yeah. you need. We come to the show because it gives you a diversity of of 
industry base. Yeah. You know, designer's a designer, whether he's doing a street light or, or a part for an electronic enclosure, whatever it may be. Mm. Uh, and because of that diversity and because what we do is applicable across many industries, it works for us and because it's a design-based show, yeah. more so. It works. Yeah. What have you got going on in your stand then as far as what are you sort of showcasing? Well, like you say, you go across lots of industries. So, yeah. the, the main thing, everyone will talk about IP ratings, um, ingress protection. Everybody wants the highest possible level of ingress protection they can get. IP68, IP69K, uh, and particularly with the transition to electric vehicle uh, and obviously the issues with battery packs um, for us, we've invested £137,000 in the last 12 months. I must have been mad during COVID, but wow. anyway, invested this money in a new robot cell which is capable of doing um, entire floors of vehicles, the, the main battery pack of the vehicle. And for us, that's our main emphasis at the minute. Uh, obviously, being in the Midlands, with the amount of work that's going on with Britvolt and all of the other electric initiatives, um, we're hoping that being a Leamington Spa-based business, we're right in in the region we need to be in. And mm. so for ourselves, it's positioning the business from a, an R&D perspective to deal with that. Um, on the stand here, we we basically have a, uh, a live IP test, if you like. It, for want of a better word, it's a big fish tank. Uh, with, with, um, with parts bolted into the tank, um, showing literally a live demonstration of an IP68 seal. So we've got our seals on different parts on the tank, saying look you know it's watertight mm. it's the the one th the, the designers will always ask the same question mm. what ip rating can i get what can i expect out of this you know and it's it's very easy to say oh you can get ip68 but you show them a big fish tank that's a meter deep in water that's the proof's in the pudding that proves the point you know you could have done that you could have like got a massive tank of water and <laughs> dipped it in that would have been interesting it is probably a little bit costly well <laughs> As much as as much as it's uh, it's a live demonstration, it is a complete pain carrying in 200 litres of water and filling this tank up. Absolutely, and, and emptying it's even worse. But um, goodness me! So it, making sure it doesn't leak is quite important for us. So. so so have you are there? How are you finding like? Is there any students coming along today? Because I know pe a few people have been saying to me about you know it's people that are coming through from schools and colleges. It's it's we're lacking a bit in industry at the moment. To be honest, it is a bit thin. I'd normally expect to see more students than we've seen today. Mm. Um, and it's nice to engage with the, the younger guys coming through, but um, but it's, no, it's, it is quiet. It's, you know, maybe it's something that the minute students are nervous about coming in. Possibly, I don't know. it could be possibly. And we're, so, I mean, this is it's quite a big deal that you obviously, the business has started through COVID. I mean, it's a lot of people are going the other way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 20, during during the, the negotiations for the management buyout, it was um, bearing in mind we had, you know, the, the buyout taking place, you had COVID taking place and Brexit taking place. Goodness me. It was, um, you know, my sanity, I did question a bit on at times. But it, it the thing is, when you know something's right, something's right. Absolutely. And, and we knew we've got a good business and it helps being unique. Um, there isn't anybody else doing it. We've no competitors. Our biggest driver now is to grow the business and to, mm. to make us number one or to make to make the business of a size where a, to have a competitor would be very difficult. So, yeah. uh, and to get that recognition, we, we seem to be breaking new markets all the time. We did no construction industry until 18 months ago and now it's 25% of what we do. Wow. Uh, and it's, it's incredible. And yet on the other side of it, um, the automotive, particularly with JLR, obviously very difficult times for them. 
uh, our automotive has dropped off to nearly nothing mm. over the last well the last two years we've grown 20 percent each year year on year and yet we've seen these fluctuations in in different sectors increasing and decreasing mm. and the trick is to be well, as I say, the diversity, we're very lucky because what we do is applicable across. But you've got to be active. You've got to be in these exhibitions, meeting yeah. designers and doing things. Yeah. Or otherwise, if you're standing still, you're not going, you know. Absolutely. Nothing's happening. No. Um, so we'll keep exhibiting. You know, this is the first one of four that we have planned over the next 12 months. What other ones have you got planned? So we're doing Southern Manufacturing, yeah. which will be the second time. Um we didn't really have a particularly good stand there the first time. Let's see what happens. Because of the growth in the construction industry, um, we're going to do the Fit Show, the okay. NEC. Yeah. Um, reasonably big stand there. Um, and then the last one will be the Electric Vehicle Show, of course, um, focusing on where we've invested. Yeah. Quite interesting for us to see how that goes. I wish I had an electric vehicle with all, all that's been going on recently with all the fuel crisis. <laughs> I've got an operations manager with a Tesla and he's got the Have smuggest you? look on his face. Honestly, don't you think? It's <laughs> yeah. just absolutely sickening. I'm like, why did I not get a Tesla? It's and like it, they've got the last <laughs> laugh. Every neighbour I've got that's plugged in, I just want, I just get so cross because no, yeah, I've got the total opposite to that personally. Well, it'll, I guess it'll happen in the end. But yeah. it, it's, it'll be interesting. I mean, the infrastructure's there, not quite there yet. And yeah. we, we have... Strangely, we have some charging point applications for the conversion of uh, street lamps. To, yeah. um, you know, so we've, we're working with a couple of people on this. and, and um, So you see these, these embryonic new applications coming through, just sealing them. Mm. I say just sealing, but mm. they, if they don't seal, you're in trouble. Absolutely. Um, so it's quite interesting, but it's, it's the infrastructure, I think, with the electric vehicle market that has got to change. Yeah. Obviously, there's a big drive to it. Um, and our German partners at the time, Sericon, that was one of their big issues. Germany seems to have struggled with the transition from conventional um, power units in, in, uh, to, to conversion to electric and delayed a lot of the investment in Germany. Mm. Um, so I think that, that hit them at the same time as COVID. So um, but they're, they're going through it at the minute. But big let's, changes. Let's see what happens, yeah. What's one of the most sort of diverse markets that you've been in or would like to get into? I mean, you mentioned construction's now taken up 25% of turnover, but what, what are other areas you're looking at? Or is it literally the sky's the limit? It is. What I mean, can you seal? I mean, you can seal anything. Well, that's, that, that, <laughs> wait, wait, I, I mean, this is the, 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 we have one basically application on in the construction industry now, which is for composite front doors on housing. Mm. Um, you know, whether you have the half moon glass insert or the four little squares down your front door. Um, there are two main players in this in the UK, and we're now supplying both of them. Um, and I mean, we sold, I think, half a million pounds worth of equipment to one of them who's installed two systems. We can't keep pace with it. It's, mm. um, I know there are other applications in the construction industry, but until we do the fit show, where are they? Yeah. I have no idea. We, th this came out of the, the uh, composite front door market, came out of an automotive designer who moved to a front door application in the plastics industry and looked at how they were sealing these things, which was a manual process. And said, so this is crazy. You should have robotic, you know, should have robotic seals on these things. Mm. And, and that started, and 18 months later, as I say, 25% of what we do is now this product. I can't really tell you where we go from here because yeah. I don't know. We've got to engage with these people and find out what else it is. Yeah. Loft hatches, you know, the world's getting wetter or drier. Yeah. Uh, and so flooding's a big issue. Yeah. There must be issues within sealing in the construction industry for housing. Yeah. 
I've got to find them. I don't know. That's what we've got to do. That's exciting. Well, let's see. (laughs) Well, it's been lovely to talk to you. And you. Thank you for coming on today. And I I mean, we hope that you just have an amazing show. How do people find out more about you? Those that aren't here with us at the show, where's your website? Well, please visit um, robofoam.com. We're in Leamington Spa. The door's always open to any designer who wants to come and see us. What we do is quite unique. You'll get the videos off the website. Um, so it gives a really good flavor of what we do. But don't be shy, we've just opened the second factory um, in Leamington, which is actually focused on being a technical center for the electric vehicle market. So if you're a designer out there, you're looking at electric vehicles, you're looking at ceiling components within that sector, please knock the door, come and see us. You know? I love that. And you know what? For a seal, for a company that does seals, to say your door's always open, it's kind of ironic. <laughs> You You could get a punchline there. I'll give you that one for free. (laughs) But it's lovely to see you, and best of luck with the show. And we'll, yeah, we'll come out and check out the fish tank later. Thanks a lot. Thanks. This episode of that engineering chat EDS takeover is proudly sponsored by Worth Electronics.